तब कथमृतम तप्तजीवनम कविवीड़ कलमशापम श्रवण मंगल श्रीमदात भुवि गृणंती जी बुरीदाजना द नेक्चर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड इज द लाइफ फॉर दोज हुर स्कॉर्स बाय द वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड्स विच हैव बीन आटर्ड बाय द नोअर्स ऑफ ट्रूथ विच वाइप आउट सिंस द वेरी हियरिंग ऑफ विच इज बेनिफिशियल विच आर ब्यूटिफुल प्लीजिंग टू द ईयर्स प्लीजिंग टू द हार्ट्स विच आर इन एक्सॉस्टेबल दो दूरी काउंट दे मन दर्थ और द गीवर्स ऑफ प्लेंटी ओम शांति 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 पीस 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 बंटूर this evening <coughs> we shall start a new series of talk on some great swamis of the ramkrishna order tonight i shall talk to you about shami bishuddhananda who was a disciple of holy mother श्री शारदा देवी एंड एन इलूमिन सोल ही वॉज द प्रेसिडेंट एथ प्रेसिडेंट ऑफ द रामकृष्ण ऑर्डर ही वॉज बॉर्न इन एटीन एटी थ्री एंड पास अवे इन नाइनटीन सिक्सटी टू आई मेच इम मेनी टाइम्स At that time, he was the vice president of the Ramkrishna Order. He had some magnetic personality. Every afternoon, evening, he would sit, and people would come, and he would talk only about God and nothing else. Some of these things I shall. tell you tonight he lost his parents when he was very little a little boy his grandmother raised him then he went to college finished his school and in the college he went to imperial library which is in splanet i still remember during british imperial british india so in imperial library he was just checking some books and all of a sudden he saw a book sri ramakrishna ji sayings by f max muller a german orientalist he translated the rig veda from sanskrit into english spending 40 years he was a great sanskrit scholar and shomi bibikananda met him also in 1896 96 in london so seeing that book he found ramakrishna dakshineshwar which is 4 miles north from calcutta so he went to dakshineshwar and met sri ramakrishna's nephew ramlal and then he used to quite often he used to go to dakshineshwar and practice his meditation and japam in the temple ground in panchavati one day he heard ramlal was talking about holy mother but who is holy mother and sri ramakrishna's wife she is in jarambati which is 64 miles north west from calcutta very remote village so he went there 
he read that Ramakrishna is saying in 1904. So in 1905 he went to Jayarambaji. From Calcutta to Bajwan, Bajwan to Jayarambaji, 36 miles, walked 36 miles. He saw that a woman seated on the veranda chopping vegetables. Seeing him, he said, My son, you have come. Did you have any trouble in your, on your, during your journey? Please come sit down. Then he met mother, stayed for a week and got initiation from her. Came back and a student going to Dakshineshwar, the playground of Sri Ramakrishna where Ramakrishna lived 30 years. Then he met some people who knew Sri Ramakrishna. He found a gardener cleaning the streets, weeding. Then he asked, did you meet Sri Ramakrishna? That gardener says, of course I did. And I am still obeying him. Then he told the gardener, illiterate gardener, told him the story. That one day I saw Master was in Samadhi. His light was emanating from his body. Seeing that light, I fainted on the garden path. Then, when Ramakrishna got back his consciousness, he went and fell at Sri Ramakrishna's feet. Then he said, Master, I saw this light. You saw the right thing. Don't tell it to anybody else. Then he heard about a sweeper in Dakshineshwar. You see, they have like some kind of outhouse, you know. The manual toilet, they will have to clean it every day. So that man's name was Roshik, sweeper. And the sweeper, you see, untouchable. They cannot come inside your house. They cannot touch a Brahmin. So the sweeper was seeing that so many people come from all over Calcutta to pay respect to Sri Ramakrishna. I have, I cannot go and touch the master. One day, Sri Ramakrishna was coming from Panchavati to his room. So he was hiding himself behind a tree. That day he could not check himself. He just rushed and grabbed Sri Ramakrishna's feet. Sri Ramakrishna says, Who are you? Roshik. Father, is there any hope for me? So many people come and get your grace. Shall I be deprived from your grace, Master? Sri Ramakrishna was in ecstatic mood at that time. He said, All right. You will see me at the time of death. Sri Ramakrishna passed away in 1886. I don't know when Roshik passed away, but Roshik's death account I wrote. A few days Roshik could not come to clean the temple toilets, public 
palace his daughter was coming and cleaning and the temple people are very kind to that poor man so they used to send some money and other things rushik was not well he had fever one day he said to his wife hey i don't feel good today you people have your lunch and then carry my body under the tulsi grove in hindu home some homes you will find in the middle in the courtyard there is a tulsi plant that is a symbol of god you know infinite vishnu they pour water there so he said carry my body there you see according to hindu home if a person dies you cannot have food until you cremate the body so he first asked his son and wife to finish their lunch and then carry my body so he was lying down under the tulsi grove all of a sudden he said father you have come father you have come saying so he passed away in 1977 when i first went to india from hollywood i took a picture of that tulsi plant when you see ramkrishna ji divine play i put that picture there the tondaja spot this rushik died a sweeper these sadhus you see the new people they of course holy mother and he met 12 direct disciples of sri ramakrishna there are 16 four he could not see before 2004 1904 four is died three swamis died one swami is in america anyhow so he met all the direct disciples and their associations and whatever conversations they he had with them those things i am going to tell you you see we need first hand information i witnesses accounts his initiation took place 16 december 1906 In 1907, he, Swami Shantanandha, I also knew him, Swami Girijananda, I never met him. Those these three swamis in 1907 went to Holy Mother in Jarambati. Mother gave us shanas. Shanas means ochre cloth. Generally, in our order, we get ochre cloth after nine years. first you join preprobationer then two more years probationers after 3 years two years training after five years you will get your first bow then again four years so after nine years you become a swami at that time there are no such rules the direct disciple can give shanas at any time to any person if see and now we have some rules and regulations so they went mother we want i want to be travel man wandering monk i shall travel all over india on foot and beg food from the people and leave only care of god mother said my son you shave your head and then he gave the ochre cloth and told them don't travel too much if you have desire do one thing from here to banaras 500 miles 
that you walk. And in India, when we beg, the moment ochre cloth knock at your door, you are supposed to give him food, cooked food. He will not take money, he will not take anything else. Then you will get a tremendous virtue that you feed a holy man. It is extremely important. Do you know what, how do they do? When we take monastic vows, three days we beg, barefooted, we go door to door so that we can feel ourselves that we are beggar monks. Though some are coming from the millionaire's home, you know, rich home, but the moment you are monk, you are a beggar. I remember when I went to beg, seeing me, one lady started to cry. <laughs> Why did you become a monk? <laughs> <laughs> then she wanted to feed me the entire meal. I told no. Our rule is, you must first try three homes. If that food is not sufficient, five homes. If that is not sufficient, seven homes. Perhaps you want to give me the whole meal, I shall not take it. That is called Madhukuri. Madhukuri means a bee goes to different flowers and bring money and collect it in the honeycomb. Correct? So a monk should live like that. Because if I take whole food from you, that means I am torturing you. Little, little food from different homes, that is a monk lives in India. Of course, now in Himalayas, there are some chhatra in. Some rich people provide food there. And once a day or twice a day, these monks go there and get food. All Himalayan region, you will find there are some chhatra in. So, these two, three persons, young men, walked all the way, 500 miles, barefooted. And then they took my final vows from Swami, Shivananda. Shivananda gave them name. Then Swami Brahmananda sent him to South India, Madras. And Swami Ramakrishnananda was the head and Swami Brahmananda wrote, I am sending a monk who thinks of God all the time. Absorbed, always absorbed in God. He was a, then Swami Brahmananda travelled in South India. He was his attendant. Then Holy Mother came to Bangalore in 1910. At that time he was in Bangalore and served Holy Mother. Then in 1921 he was a trustee. In 22 he was a trustee. And then he became the Vice President, Bank President and died in 1962, 16th June 1962. I remember when he died, I was sent to the press. I remember Hindustan Standard, Ananda Vajar Patrika, Amrita Vajar Patrika, Jugantar, Boshumati, Press Trust of India. I was a young brahmachari, I was sent with a car to publish the death news, obituary of, <coughs> in different papers. I still remember. Very amazing person. One day he was telling one monk, you know, today is a very glorious day in my life. I read the Gospel of Ramakrishna 50 times. And every day I read, I find something new. 
when the devotees would come, he would talk only about Sri Ramakrishna. Then he moved to Ranchi in 1927. 25 years he was absorbed in meditation and japa. He told Swami Pavitrananda. Pavitrananda ji was in head of the center of Vedanta Society of New York. He was very fond of me. Whenever I would go to New York, I stayed with him. And when he was, summertime he used to come to Hollywood, he was my next room neighbor. Uh, next room he used to live with me. At night time he used to talk. He was a disciple of Swami Brahmananda. He used to tell me many things about the direct disciples. So this Swami Vishuddhananda told him, you know, I experienced Madhushuktam of the Rig Veda. Madhubhata Ritayati Madhuksharanti Sindhavaha Madhvihir Nasantoshadihi Madhunaktam Mutoshasi Madhumat Parthiva Gumrajaha Madhuddhavrastu Napita Madhuvanna Vanaspatir Madhumagumastu Surja Madhvir Gabo Bhavantuna the winds blow sweetly, the rivers flow sweetly. May days and nights be sweet to us. May trees and plants be too sweet to us. May the sun shine on us sweetly. May the dust of the earth be sweet to us. May the cows yield us sweet milk. May all beings be happy. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings be blissful. Modhu, Modhu means honey. I experienced this whole universe, all beings, trees, plants, everything is saturated with honey, sweetness, God consciousness. I experienced that. You see, when we read the Upanishads and the scriptures, <coughs> sometimes we we, we question ourselves, are these things true? These Swami's testimonies are wonderful. It gives us faith these things are true. He wrote one of his reviews. One day I was giving a little massage to Brahmananda. So I was very tired. Then I was thinking, well, if I be at home, I have to earn money, maintain my family. At least I am serving this God, very spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna. These things was coming in his mind. And Swami Brahmananda, well, I continued. Then Brahmananda said, All right, enough. He was testing him. <laughs> Swami Brahmananda was a spiritual dynamo. He is my guru's guru. Toward the end, a devotee was thinking, I said, Let me see what kind of power Maharaj has. I shall try to think a bad thought in front of him. <laughs> Sensual bad thought, you know. So he was trying. He was trying. For five minutes he tried. The general Maharaj looked at him and said, Could you succeed? Shai Prabhupada Ji told me a funny story. Brahmananda was then in Madras. One of his disciples from Calcutta wrote to him, Maharaj, I am suffering from lust. Could you help me? Maharaj, in the morning in the Indian newspapers, you will find actors and actresses, beautiful faces you will find in the newspaper. So what did he do? He cut the face of a beautiful girl, you know, an actress. And on her face he wrote, 
Swami Brahmananda. <laughs> Signature on the face of a beautiful girl. And sent that thing to that disciple. <laughs> the moment he will see that face, he will see his guru. That lustful thought will not be arise. The last will not arise. How these disciples used to teach. Amazing way they used to teach. <laughs> Prabhupada Swami told another funny story. A, young, a monk said, Maharaj, I am practicing Japanese meditation, but I am not getting any result. Result in India, in our language, result means fall, fruits. So, that monk was meditating in the shrine and Maharaj told his attendant, hey, take this apple and put it in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> then when the monk came after the meditation, what? Did you get the fruit? <laughs> How these people used to teach? Prabhupada Swami, I wrote some reminiscences. One monk had a tremendous desire for giving lecture. Maharaj said, really you want to give a lecture? But yes. He asked all devotees and monks to present in a big hall. And he asked Swami, and before you lecture, you must dress well and put, put a turban like Swamiji, and all dressed, you will have to come. So he came. Then he, he asked Swami Vishuddha Swami Vigyananda to preside the meeting. And Brahmananda and Vigyananda sat, sat side by side, and that monk sat next to them. Then Swami Brahmananda, it is all plot. Brahmananda <laughs> said, I propose Swami Vigyananda to preside over this meeting. Vigyananda got up and said, I dissolve this meeting. <laughs> and what to do? That monk said, Swami, Maharaj, then I shall not be able to talk. I have not. Vigyananda dissolved the meeting. I cannot do anything. <laughs> he asked the devotees, now go. <laughs> How these disciples used to... <laughs> Amazing. Karma Upasana. <coughs> Work and worship. In our order, <coughs> work and worship, work as worship, work is worship. These are the three stages. In the beginning, you work, do your duties, and at the same time practice your spiritual disciplines. Then, think that whatever you do as worship, and finally, work really becomes worship. I tell you my, a little bit of my own experience. When I was translating the Ramakrishnan's divine play, it took me five, six, seven years. When I put my Bengali book here, it is a five volumes, authentic biography of Ramakrishna from Bengali into English. So the Bengali book is there. Here is the screen of my computer and uh, I am seeing the Bengali. My brain is translating into English and fingers are typing. 10 hours, 12 hours a day. You know, the thing which I am doing in the shrine, closing my eyes, japa and meditation, I felt the same thing when I was working. Only Sri Ramakrishna was moving in my head and nothing else. He work is worship really. I, 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 I knew how, how, how it works. 
cooking, cleaning, everything you think that it is worship. He is talking about that thing. He was telling Shami Brahmananda Maharaj, Shami Ramakrishnananda sometimes scolds so much, it is hard to stay here. Then Brahmananda said, you only see his that side. You do not see his left side. How much he loves people, how much he loves Sri Ramakrishna. His service to Sri Ramakrishna is a legend in the Ramakrishna order. I wrote that thing in that book, God lived with them. One day, he was carrying hot milk for Sri Ramakrishna during in the evening offering. Sri Ramakrishna didn't like cold food. So hot that bowl he was carrying and his finger was burning. <laughs> you want hot food? My fingers are burning. You want hot food? My finger is burning. He said, a layer of skin is gone. What is called devotion? Madras is a very hot place. There, there are three seasons in Madras. Hot, hotter, hottest. <laughs> that is Madras. So, what did he do? In night time, he got up. Hot. No electricity. So he took his family fan and they put master on the bed. He started to fan the master at night. So that Sri Ramakrishna can get a little sleep. The monastery, poor monastery, there was a leak, water was dripping. <laughs> he took the umbrella and holding <coughs> that so that the water will not fall on the master's picture. Now we have a big fancy temple, no doubt. <coughs> Just for the very beginning. Then, Shri <coughs> Brahmananda told him the secret. If you really love Sri Ramakrishna, then your love will go every place. Everything about of Sri Ramakrishna, you will love it. In this country, there is a saying, if you love me, you must love my dog also, you know. Mahapurishir Bhalabhasha. He went to see Girish Chandra Ghosh, a bohemian devotee of Sri Ramakrishna, actor, dramatist, playwright. He said, you have come to see me? I am the miracle of Sri Ramakrishna. Look what I was and what I am now. Sri Ramakrishna made me God. I was a sinner, now I am a saint. Then he said, if I knew there was such a place where I can dump all my sins, I would do some more bad work, bad <laughs> sinful acts. This is a little new to me. When Sri Ramakrishna Swamiji asked, Sir, have you seen God? Sri Ramakrishna said, Yes, I have seen God. I saw God more clearly than I see you. What does it mean? That Swami interpreted. What does it mean? It means to see physically, I see your face. I see your body. But Sri Ramakrishna not only saw his face, his body, he saw his mind, he saw his intellect, 
He saw his Atman, real nature. He saw his past samaskaras. He saw his future. He saw his everything. Ki bulinyan? Hai, Amita ke dekhechi. Ehi toke jamon dekhechi. Tatsyo aros posto bhabe. Tuyo dekhte bhabe. Jodhi aman kumoto kaj kuris. Mani, you will also can see God that way if you follow my instruction. That is something new to me, you know. I see, see, I'm going to say, I saw you more distinctly, clearly. What does it mean? It means I see only this body, face, and this much. But I do not see his mind. I do not see his Atman. I do not see his samaskaras. I do not see his past, present, future. See, I'm going to saw everything. What it means? I see more clearly than I see you. You see, when Vivekananda came, Sri Ramakrishna touched him. And immediately the whole world started to run, vanish. And then, what are you doing? What are you doing? I have parents at home. Then Sri Ramakrishna started to rub his chest. Then again the word came back. Somebody asked Swami Mahapurush Maharaj, actually if Ramakrishna is God, can he do one of the characteristics of God of creator, preserver and destroyer? Can he do, can, could you do all those things? But that he used to do every day. Just what vanished from Vivekananda's mind. Again, just the word appeared before, in, before Vivekananda's mind. But Sri Ramakrishna used to do that every day. Creation, preservation, destruction. <coughs> the Swami told another story about a monk, Ramayit monk, came to Dakshineshwar. He had a vision, Ramakrishna gave him a vision. And he came to Dakshineshwar and heard that Sri Ramakrishna passed away. He was very, very sad. He went to that Panchavati grove and stayed there. I am coming five, because seven hundred. Wo kaise hoga ji? Paramahansa Ji ne mujhe yaha par bulaya, mai he chai chai mahina paidal chal kar yaha padara hoon. Mani, I am walking six months to come to Dakshinesha to see Sri Ramakrishna and he passed away. He was crying, crying. Two, three days passed, then one night Sri Ramakrishna appeared before him with a bowl of rice pudding. It, you did not eat two, three days, please eat. And he was very happy. Sri Ramakrishna passed away long ago. Money quite a, for some time ago. Then Ramalada went and saw that monk was very happy. But the master came and gave me this rice pudding. You know, when I used to listen to those stories, I felt religion is so real. Sometimes Gnuara Brahman brings his mind down through many ways. Some Brahman has some hobbies, you know, with a, with a shipping rod he will go to catch fish or he will play card or he will do some gardening. He, that is the way he used to bring his mind down. So he was playing cards. So Swami Vishuddhananda and Ramakrishna on the one side and Swami Brahmananda and his attendant another side. And Brahmananda was winning. And 
Ramakrishnananda was shouting, Maharaj, please tramp it, tramp it. We are always losing. Maharaj is always winning. Do something. And he was, he was getting joy losing. Then, when the grim was over, Maharaj was very happy that I Then Ramakrishnananda later privately told Vishuddhananda, you are a fool. You are stupid. Do you think I cannot win? This is the way we can bring his mind in the lower plane. Otherwise he will always be in Samadhi. Ahamuk. <laughs> I see that you want to be a, um, a good uh, player. <laughs> Did you not notice when he was winning, his face was beaming with joy like a divine child? But I know cards play, playing cards very well. Intentionally I wanted to lose <laughs> so that I can see his joy. How? This disciple, brother disciples, they have love for each other. No jealousy, no fighting, no struggle, just love. You know, sometimes I think this way, without love, how a person can live in this world? I remember one day I was in Sacramento, Swami Shraddhanandaji and myself, we are seated in the garden. Maharaj was telling me, you know, today I had an interview with a lady and she said, Swami, nobody loves me. It hurt me. I see love is everywhere. Look at that peach tree. They have a fruit garden. All the year round, the tree stands there. Summer, winter, rain, frost, when season comes, the tree gives me the fruit. The tree does not eat its fruit. The tree loves me. Look at the um, grapes, vines. They give grapes to me. They love me. I see love anywhere. Then Swami was a little poet, you know. When I get up, I go to the bathroom. My toothpaste and brush tell me, we love you, brush your teeth. <laughs> Then the water says, rinse your mouth, I love you. Then my clothes says, put on your clothes, I will love you. Then I go to the breakfast table. My chair says that I am waiting whole night, please sit down, I love you. <laughs> then comes fruit juice, my cereal, toast, coffee. They all tell me, we love you, please eat and get some energy. I see love is everywhere. And here people say, nobody loves me. I gave a lecture on that. <laughs> Love is everywhere. This is based on Shankar philosophy. Sanghatu pararthatvat. All combined things in this world are not for itself or for others. Your beauty is not for yourself. We enjoy your beauty. This microphone is not for itself. It helps me to project my voice. This light is not for itself, which is helping me to see my notes. Everything in this world, this carpet is not for itself, which is so that we can sit comfortably. Everything in this world is for others, not for you. That is the base on the Shankar philosophy. Then he told another story, very thrilling, very beautiful story. It was in 1916. Swami went to Jairambati with Swami Achalananda, Swamiji's disciple. After lunch, after dinner, the devotees are there and these two Swamis, they all left. Then Mother sent one of her attendants to call these two Swamis. And he saw this, that Mother is waiting with two glasses of milk. My son, please drink this milk. 
Our village is a poor village. We cannot afford to buy milk. Mother, the other devotees, oh, they have their home, they have family. There are many people to look after them. But there is nobody to look after you. You are a monk. And I am the mother. Well, seeing her compassionate face, holding two glasses, that is called love. Holding two glasses of milk, waiting for these two monks. The householders, they have family people, they have, they have so many people to look after them, but who will look after you? You know, those all very trivial, very small stories, but those stories are so powerful, it penetrates inside us. Sister Devamata, Miss Laura Glenn, went to India in 1908. Swami Brahma, he was serving Brahmananda. She was serving Brahmananda. Swami Brahmananda gave his sweater to her and said, Sister, could you repair this sweater for me? So she repaired. And he was telling everybody that how wonderfully she did this thing. But the moment that lady came, he kept quiet. He did not praise her. But he was praising her behind everybody. Then Sister Devamata wrote a book, Days in Indian Monastery. In that book he mentioned, she mentioned, Swami did not want to cheapen my loving service saying an English customary word, thank you. No thank you. But her appreciation. Then he says, <laughs> Swami Brahmananda is telling Swami Vishuddhananda, you know, she served me so much. I want to give something to her. Tell me, what shall I give to her? These people are Brahmagya. Whatever will come from their lips, that will happen. Whatever they will say, that thing will happen to you. And what a Brahman. So he says, you know, I think she will be born again in India and, is, and will be a nun. Brahmachari Nirupe. And, and that way she will lead a wonderful life. Then Swami Vishuddhananda said, Maharaj, why are you harass her another life? Why don't you give her liberation in this very life? Then Maharaj says, no, 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 no. If she just developed a little love and devotion, she will have to wait another life. She is giving blessing to an American woman. One day, Shambhi Brahman on the after his bath was coming to his room. Swami Ramakrishnananda stopped him. What do you want? Today you will have to do the worship to Sri Ramakrishna. I do every day. Today you will have to do. Hey, I do not know all those mantras. I do not know all those rituals. No way you will have to do the worship today. He took Brahmananda into the, inside the shrine and closed the door. Lord knows what kind of worship he did. <laughs> In Madurai, Swami Brahmananda went for pilgrimage, Rameshwaram, then Madurai. Madurai is a very, very big temple. Minakshi, it is the mother's temple. The moment he entered the temple, you see 
South Indian people, only the Brahmins can go inside the temple. Non-Brahmins cannot go. Swami Brahmananda is, a, is not a Brahmin. He is Kshatriya. So, Ramakrishnananda was a Brahmin. He shouted, Aluar, Aluar, Aluar. Aluar means Nuar of God, Nuar of God, Nuar of God. And all the priests, you know, made room for him. And he took Swami, entered inside the temple. Then, seeing the mother, he went into Samadhi. And so everybody was protecting him so that he may not fall. He had the vision of the mother. He felt that he was, she was on the lap of the Divine Mother, Meenakshi. Then, when he came back to his normal consciousness, he was asking, bring a car, I cannot walk. Then Swami Ramakrishna says, Raja, give me the dust of your feet. Then he was talking about, I went to <coughs> Banaras in the Shiva temple with Swami Brahmananda. Brahmananda, a sweeper, was sweeping the courtyard of the Lord Shiva's temple. Then Maharaj said to the sweeper, will you give your broomstick to me? I shall give you a little money. Seeing he is the president of the Ramakrishna order and the, and the spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna, he is asking the broomstick, could you give your broomstick? I shall give you a little money, even though they are all sweepers, untouchable. So he took the broomstick from him, he started clean, the sweep, the, the temple compound. Then he said, I had so much joy serving Lord Shiva's place. I do not get so much joy through meditation, sometimes. I remember when I first went to Benares in 1959, I went with a disciple of Holy Mother. His name was Swami Hari Premananda. Benares is in the temple, Kiranjana, you will not have to make any effort. You just stand, somebody will push you in and push you out. <laughs> Push in, push out. <laughs> that is the way we go. So I stood, push, push, cast Lord Shiva's head, another push out. <laughs> Whatever you know, grab some flowers and, and repeat the mantra, Om Namah Shivaya Just repeat the mantra and just, you will send from the back, push is coming, you will be out. <laughs> so, so when I was out, I just, 59, you know, I was 23 years old. Yeah. So what happened? That old Swami was telling, come, come with me. Sit on a marble bench. And now, close your eyes and repeat the mantra. The thing which you have seen momentarily inside the shrine, that now you meditate and take a deep impression in your heart. That way he taught me that how to visit a holy place. When you go to the shrine in Kali Mandir, you must, 10-15 minutes you must sit in front of the mother and pray, meditate. Chant is her name. That is the way she Otherwise, you will be like a tourist. You must be like a pilgrim. How to visit a holy place. And then he taught me two other things. When a young man, whenever you go to a place, you must know two things. 
first, where is the bathroom and where is the drinking water? <laughs> they are very practical people. You must know where is the drinking water and where is the bathroom. I still remember Hori Premananda. This Swami was telling, Swami Brahmananda told me in 1908, 1909 in Banaras, no, in Madras, on Ramakrishna's birthday, Swami Brahmananda told me. Sri Ramakrishna was in Kashipur garden house. Even the farina pudding was not going down, throat cancer. <coughs> Food cannot go. Sri Ramakrishna saw of his own picture on the wall. So he asked Brahmananda, bring that picture to me. And bring some flowers. So Sri Ramakrishna took his, he brought the picture and the flowers. He took the pictures and put some flowers. He was in bed, very weak, cancer, terminal cancer. So he put the flowers on this picture. That is the exact word. Look, the Divine Mother tells me that in future this photo will be worshipped in many homes. Maharaj told me this incident in Madras in 1909. Then this incident, I went to Chitrakut, mm, 82 or 86, I don't remember. Chitrakut is the place where Tulsidas had the vision of Rama. From, from Allahabad, you will have to go, Chitrakut. So Swami says, you know, I had a desire to go to Chitrakut, the place where Tulsidas had the vision of Rama. So I went, before I went, I was praying to Thakur, Thakur, Tulsidas had the vision of Rama. I hope I shall be able to see you there. But I prayed, and when I reached Chitrakut, there also I fervently prayed, and I had the vision of Sri Ramakrishna. Vishash, faith. Sri Ramakrishna was told about Girish Ghosh. <laughs> you smell. You smell garlic. Man is still some bad things inside you. Bas, he came to Dakshineshwar. Sir, you told me that I smell many still bad samskaras, bad things, qualities inside me. Will it go? Because Sri Ramakrishna says in a garlic cup, hundred times you wash it, still that smell remains. It is not easy to get rid of garlic smell. Will it go? It will. But if the garlic cup if you burn in fire, smell will go away. It will go. And it left. That he was telling. What faith Girish had in Sri Ramakrishna. Faith. He mentioned about another faith, I remember this. That, uh, I, I like that word, it will come. He was telling about, you boys want to study? Study Swami Vivekananda's life and his complete words. You will get everything about religion in, those, in Swamiji's books. Then he was talking about mother's footprint. 
Shami Harupananda Rajbiyari Maharaj gave him her mother's footprint because they knew that how much mother was loved him. And he that he kept. And in South India, in Kerala, one devotee baked that thing. So he gave that thing to that devotee. I remember it was in 1977 or 1982. I was in Banaras. There, I knew a Swami, Ishananda. He was very fond of me. He was with Holy Mother for 11 years. He had a footprint of Holy Mother, which was taken in 1919. And he used to take that footprint on a cardboard box with a pin here, 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 here. And he would cover it with red cloth, you know, in this way. Wherever he would go, he would carry that footprint. And it was on a silk cloth and footprint during her lifetime. So what happened? I saw that point. That Swami died in 73, 74. And I am talking about Paras, most probably 77. And it was in the, in the Rojani Maharaj. And the Maharaj, he showed me that footprint. I knew it was that Varda Maharaj's collection. Uncle Maharaj, do you remember you used to love me? <laughs> <laughs> you are in Godadar Ashrama, you used to bring Sandesh for me. Yes, yes, I remember. Maharaj, still you love me? Yes, I love you. Then this footprint you will have to give to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maharaj, you told me that you love me. The person you love, you give your best things to that person. You love me, so you will have to give to me. After my death, you will get it. Maharaj, after your death, somebody will take away. I will not be here. All right, you take it. So I brought it and I put it in acid free cloth and framed it wet tight and I put it under the altar in our sanctuary shrine. <laughs> Mother's footprint. I still remember. Maharaj, do you remember how much love you had for me? Then <laughs> <laughs> Swami Madhavananda is asking, because this Swami, you see, we have all kinds of monks. Some monks are tremendously great scholars, Gyani. Some are too much devotion, devotee. And some have knowledge and devotion both. So this Swami, Madhavanandaji, was asking, why can I not get good meditation? Do you know why? Because you do not have love for Sri Ramakrishna. The person you love, you think about that person all the time. You carry that person in your heart. That means I love you. You see, that is the reason. Then another Swami, Sharbananda, Swami, Brahmananda, Maharaj, why is there so much friction among us? Do you know why? Because you boys do not love Sri Ramakrishna. Where there is love, there is no friction. All friction comes where there is no love. Up to this tonight, I just told you some stories about Swami Vishuddhananda's life and his encounters with Samjari disciples of Sri Ramakrishna and Holy Mother. And next weekend there will be no... Oh, Swami Bhajanananda will give the satsang. Following weekend, Saturday there, was, there will be Kali Puja, the Ramabhusha Puja. But the satsang will be on Sunday. Usha, what date is that? 26, I believe. 27. 27. Sunday. 27th is Sunday, yeah. 27th will be satsang. Next satsang. My satsang. Then, of course, Shami Bhajananda will give, generally he gives satsang every week.
you know, sometimes do you know what? Too much philosophy and intellectualism does not feel the heart. I remember I was interviewing a Swami in Banaras. Tapashi Shuryan Maharaj. Shaprakashananda. Kala Maharaj, you were with Turiyananda. Could you tell me a story? One day I was walking in Hardwar. And in India, you know, by the side of the road, and the, the confectioner, they make some sweets. Like he saw, they are making jilipi. And he shouted, Shuren, jilipi, jilipi is our goal. Ghee bheje, chini roshe fallo. Fry in ghee and soak into syrup. Then it will be very tasty. That means, Gyanomishra bhakti. Knowledge should be soaked with love, devotion. That should be our goal. Only dry knowledge does not give peace, satisfaction inside. All right. You recorded. <coughs> 